TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to 100 Not Out, featuring your hosts, Dr. Damien Christoph and Marcus Pierce. Hello and welcome to 100 Not Out, a weekly show dedicated to helping you master the art of aging well. Marcus Pierce here with you. And well, 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 shock horror, my brother from another mother, one of the most beautiful human beings you will ever meet, a heart of gold, an incredible man, and I think eight to nine years before I take the record, Dr. Damien Christoph will be the oldest person in Australia. Damo, how are you? Yeah, I'm great, Piercy. I'm great, Piercy. Thank you. Thanks for your kind words. Um, Happy New Year to you again. Um, What a great year this is going to be. It's going to be absolutely amazing. And I love the reflection piece of just thinking about how someone nailed it, someone got it done, and we get to have a little chat about it. I'm very excited to talk about Bessie. Because this is yeah, it's a because reflection's thing, good. Reflection's good. We don't. I don't know if we reflect enough. Every now and then we do a little reflective piece. You know, we go back to the goals. How'd you go with your goals? You know, whatever. But we don't reflect on how someone got there. So I think this is good. We are like the um, the obituary bloodsuckers. <laughs> <What? laughs> we like to suck the blood out of an obituary. And repurpose it into life lessons and share it with our audience. Really? Okay. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Sounds wild, doesn't it? So weird. Um, oh, you, what yeah. you been watching? <laughs> <laughs> Not enough, actually. My creativity has got a life of its own because I haven't been watching anyone else's. Um, so you talk about Bessie. Now, Bessie Hendricks was, up until her death, the oldest person in America, oldest, she was the oldest person. And just if anyone's thinking I'm being politically correct, uh, she was the oldest woman, but she was also the oldest human being in America, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, she was top of the da- dais, and it was both genders playing the game of longevity, and she was winning the race. Um, Would that have made her the oldest American in the world? <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, now, now you're pulling out curly longevity questions because there could be <laughs> – yeah. Americans living in other countries yes. that may have been older than Bessie. True. Uh, but my research of Bessie and the American population uh, has not extended that far to know the answer to that question. Um, mm-hmm. okay. But let us let us pull apart um, some of Bessie's life based on some of our research into Bessie, which has been shared by family members since she passed away at the age of 115. Now, I already know, Damo, that I reckon there's people listening right now going, well, I don't want to live to 115. So before we get into Bessie, why do you reckon that is? Because a lot of people actually have a number. This is a fascinating conversation for another day. Yeah, it's true. They actually have a number that they want, they want no more, and they possibly don't want any less. Why do you think that is? I don't know. It's because I think that's where they see happiness either ending, you know, or comfort ending. So in their mind, people go, well, I don't want to get to 100 because life's pretty poo at 100. Um, and then they go, According oh. According like to who? Them, like the person who's <laughs> saying that because they don't know. Like, 
you don't know. Like when we reflect, we go, oh, what was the greatest decade? I go, oh, the last decade was the greatest decade, you know, because it was just so good. 20s are great, 30s are great, 40s are great, you know. And so it's really hard to forecast and to look forward and go, oh, wow, how good's my 80s going to be? Like I can't wait, you know, or how good 90s going to be? It's going to be the best. I'm going to be playing golf every day. Well, maybe you're not, you know. So there may <laughs> Will be you still be playing good. off a handicap of five? No, I, well, hopefully, I, well, I would hope that eventually, I'd hope that I get to scratch. To be honest with you, Peasy, and oh, I just yeah, don't know how long that's going to stay for. You know? So, I've got to change. I've got to change the way I play golf. <laughs> but <laughs> the the point being, I think answering your question, Peasy, I think what it comes back to or down to is a fear around um, what it might look like, you know. And also, I think a lot of people don't want to necessarily do the things that need to be done to get to a ripe old age like you know people go well i'm here for a good time not a long time or they go well i don't want to give up that or i don't want to, you know stop doing this oh, i can't be bothered doing that but i think we get lessons from people who lived a long time that shock you that shock you and i think this is what we're going to learn here about bessie yes and this is what i'm loving this already because um Shout out to Chantal Oxley, who joined us in Ikaria. She's on Facebook saying, hey, guys. Chantal joined us in Ikaria in, I'm going to say, 2018. Yeah. And uh, always remember this, day one, down at Therma. We're just off the plane. We go down to the Therma Hot Springs, one of the oldest hot springs known to the human race. Yes. And uh, we've been in the hot springs, and then it's time to do our little thing, which we occasionally do, and say, let's jump off the wall and Chantal, i can say this she won't kill me um no. got cold well, feet i mean the wall was hot it was very hot yeah um but she got cold feet uh and then eventually uh not eventually like at some point um she jumped off with us into the ocean and not to say that we were the mentors um there but i think a lot of people have a number based on their parents or their grandparents, which is "quote unquote" their mentor, and if that if that number didn't end well, then they want the number to be smaller. Mm. Um, but part of the purpose of doing this podcast is to present more mentors to people to improve their self esteem around getting older. And then yes. part of the purpose of going to Ikaria, which is what reminds me of this when I see Chantel in the comments, is we go there for it's almost like the ultimate mentors trip because it's like an overwhelming uh, attack on the senses of graceful ages living their best life and you leave there with an undeniable sense that you can live a great life at 90 or 95 or 100 or whatever it is i know i'm rambling but that just got me going and if i can ramble just for a little bit longer Go, keep going june 12 to 21 yes come and jump off the wall with us in therma in ikaria and all the details at 100notout.com 100notout.com um come and join us now bessie 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 hendrix obituary eulogy 115 um she was believed to be the oldest person in america and the fourth oldest in the world she passed away january 3 this year 2023 yeah she had five remaining generations of her family it's amazing huh her three surviving children who are now in their 90s all the way down to her great 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 grandchildren still sucking their thumbs. And this is an incredible legacy to live. Um, 
no matter who you are or what you've done. Um, and, you know, as, as this, one of the articles goes on to talk about, think about um, a photo, a family photo with six generations in it, which it was up until she passed away. It is just mind-boggling. Um, and some of the things that she did in her life that she credits with her longevity are the things that any of us can do. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Like it's not it's not rocket science and you don't have to – it's not hard. It's just these uh, – and what what I'm learning more and more, PC – is that it's a it's a more of a mental shift. It's mental. Mm. It's mental because when you think about it, so they talk about Bessie and she talks about it, and one of her things um, that she used to say is, therefore, by the grace of God, go on, like keep on pushing on. So she had this enormous amount of optimism that she'd talk about, um, or that she always maintained um, optimism even in – um, the face of adversity. So she always felt that the more optimistic she was, the stronger she was, and uh, and 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 that kind of um, approach to life, or that kind of um, set of goggles that you put on, uh, you know, builds. I suppose you could almost call it a force field, which is what she kind mm. of had. You know, like it's this stuff that would cause dings in your armor. Like she just like would just deflect them because she's got optimism and strength on her side because she goes, therefore, by the grace of God, go on. Just keep on moving on. Don't get bogged down in the humdrum. Don't try and find the woe. Um, she just kept on going. Yeah, she lived through the roaring 20s, the Great Depression, two world wars, Amazing. dawn of the internet age and a global pandemic. Born in 1907, she was a teacher in a one-room schoolhouse in Iowa she mm -hmm. raised five children, two of them who she outlived. And I think what I find amazing about Bessie is that she loved farming um, and she she actually was exposed to, like, a hard life. It wasn't it, – you know, so many people these days are that. almost, yeah, obsessed with ease. Yeah. Um, but I think it's the hardness that then creates the resilience and then that creates the optimism because you you know that you survived the hardness that makes you kind of recognize that you were um, really um, you know, a strong human being. I just yeah. think it's, um, yeah, it's just, it, it, you can't get it in a pill. You can't get it in a cutting edge technology. What is it here? She raised around 500 chickens. Um <laughs> She canned up to 800 quarts of vegetables and fruit from her garden. That's what I thought of you immediately. I was like, oh, I can just imagine Damo. You know, <laughs> Damo in his 60s and 70s when he's not playing golf, he's so going to be in the veggie patch. And it's not even going to be the veggie patch. It's going to be like the botanicals space with flowers and plants and just – and he'll be giving the left. He'll be giving the bonuses or the extras, whatever it's called, to the neighbours, and he'll be just wandering over with a cut off and giving it to random strangers, and you'll just be like a pig in you know what, know what. I can already see it. Yeah. Can, or you will be the oldest man, the oldest person in Australia, and um, you'll be telling everyone how to live your great life. We'll see. We'll see what happens. And I'll be seven years behind you. <laughs> yeah, I'll still have you over at my house. Don't you worry. You won't be too young. I'll actually, in fact, it'll make me feel younger because you'll be so young, you know. Um, but <laughs> you know how – I remember – I'll go back to this because we've brought this up a few times. You know, I remember when LT, our great friend Lawrence Tam, um, was doing a podcast inside the champion's mind at the time and he was talking about, you know, things that waste your time. 
you know, things that are like time wasters, like gardening, you know, stuff that you can outsource. Um, and then if we look at longevity, which, you know, maybe at that time in LT's life, that might not have been one of those things that uh, longevity might not have been one of the things that he was goaling for, you know, like he's very strong and he's mentally focused and very driven and all that sort of stuff. Um, for us, you and I, we've been looking at longevity for a long time. And so for me, like being proud of my garden and loving gardening, like I'm literally looking outside at the moment thinking, oh, that needs a bit of work. I've got to do that. When we get off this podcast, I'm going to go out and rake the leaves. Like, I'm, you know, the, the rosellas have been in the in the tree and they've pulled out all the seeds off the gum tree. So I've got to go clean all that up. I'm actually looking forward to that sort of stuff. And it's not a waste of time for me. We look at Bessie. She she loved her garden and if we look at most of the graceful ages and the great ages they've enjoyed time in the garden you know what i mean so i think th this kind of comes back to that i'm rem i'm always reminded of that like you don't have to be you don't have to be um what is it like with with your time like we want to be um, oh, like so hyper vigilant. Like, yeah, hyper vigilant, like structured and rigid and organized and, um, and I don't know what, what's the word. I'm just also like if, if you find joy in something. My whole thing is like if you love it and it makes no, not if it makes no sense, but like you know if there's things that you're drawn to and you just love it, don't logically try and question it and explain it just own the fact that you love it and then and then prioritize it like for some people it's playing the trumpet for others it's gardening for some people you know i was just bumped into my next door neighbor the other day no i went looking for cumin and i said to my neighbor do you have any cumin she said yeah come on in and there was a table tennis table in the dining room and i was just so excited to know that my next door neighbor had a, a table tennis table in their dining room because i love table tennis and <laughs> and you can't you can't knock these feelings of joy when you look out the window and you see gardening that you want to do you don't want to go and psychoanalyze those feelings you just want to own them and go i'm going to go out there and do that like let the magnet bring you in and draw you in um unless it starts for the c and ends with an e um like cabbage or chocolate <laughs> or coke or cabbage. the extension of coke it's become a, a yeah um, you know, or caffeine, don't let those things magnetize you too much, maybe once a day. But mm -hmm. um, you mm -hmm. don't want, like, this is the type of stuff when we're talking about longevity and aging well, let's not overcomplicate it. And you can be 25 and get this message and live it and, and well done and that's just awesome. Or you might be 75 and only just learning it now, like learning how to live now. Um, like life is a constant game of trial and error, but there are patterns and these patterns are far too overwhelming. Like Damo and I, you and I, I mean, we're sharp, but we're not the sharpest tools in the shed. But it's pretty pretty obvious to us what the um, secrets to longevity are. And Bessie Hendricks, the oldest person in America up until her death, age 115, has reinforced it once again. Um, that doing what you love and loving what you do, moving regularly, engaging with humanity, and looking after yourself. Like she's just shown us once again how to do it. Yeah, yeah, totally. I love the piece about optimism. Um, it, I think that's part of the successful component of aging well um, because we have seen people that have been so pessimistic and they want to die at an old age. Remember that bloke mm. who just wanted to die? What was his name? He just like, I don't want to be here. Like, I hate it. He was on – Well, did we interview him or you mean like nah, in, he was on in... the video, that, that disc that you sent me um, – 
Well, maybe he got interviewed. Maybe he oh, got like in- the one hundred plus club. Yeah, yeah. He got interviewed and he was yeah. like super grumpy about being old. He's like, I don't want to be here. Like, I, I actually want to die, but I can't die. You know, <laughs> he was like a hundred and something years <laughs> old. Like, he must have been the grumpiest, oldest bloke in the world, I reckon. So, um, I think enjoying the years of your aging is yeah. a success. Yeah. And so the success comes from the enjoyment. The only way you can enjoy it is to see the blessing. And so in Bessie's case, she's like, oh, how good is this? It's kind of like if we go um, to the castle and we kind of go, oh, my gosh, you know, what have you done here? This is the best. This is the greatest. Like Bessie's going, I can't wait to have fried chicken tonight, you know. Like she's like this fried chicken, that's my favorite meal, you know, and she's excited. She feels blessed that she can get those sorts of food. So, again, it's counting your blessings, looking at that, and maybe that means optimism or being optimistic, but maybe it's counting your blessings. Um, you can. It doesn't mean you can't be humdrum and boo and all that sort of stuff about some things, but don't remain in that state. Um, try to find your mm. way out of it. And also, and also, live a, live a bold life. I know um, a lot of people. I don't want to say whinge and moan, um, but they feel like the economy is so bad and cost of living is so big and all the rest of it. But then look at this. It, it, this is not a new thing. In 1930, um, Bessie and her husband were married, and they rented a house for forty five dollars a month, the equivalent of her husband's salary, according to her memoirs. Like that same feeling of like, oh my gosh, every dollar is going into living that was happening 100 years ago um and you know then they moved out to a farm 700 acre farm raised their five children you know so on and so forth like they were playing a big game like in the scheme of 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 their life and so a lot of people are trying to you know not take too many risks and i'm just not going to do anything too big and stressful because you know my mental health and everything but like sometimes there are chapters in life that are big big chapters having a child getting married, setting up home, sticking roots in the ground. Like they're not like walks in the park. Um, and if that's if that's your big challenges, like be so grateful that they are your challenges. I always remember, Dame, I actually tell this story regularly to people. Um, um, you know, when I often said, I'd say, people go, how are the kids? You know, and you'd say, oh, they're, they're, they're wild, they're, they're mental, they're, they're so loud or whatever. And then, you know, someone might say who hasn't had kids, they go, oh, we'd love to have your problems. Yeah. It's like, yeah, thank you, thank you, yes. Yeah. And, and a yeah. lot of the problems that people have, like they would love to have your problems. Yeah. And I just think we all need to be mindful of the things that we might whinge or, like you said, you know, be optimistic. Yes, okay, crack, the, crack it every so often, but like, don't live there. Mm. What you would say, stinking thinking. Don't live in stinking thinking yep. for a long time. Yes, get it out, crack it. Christmas Day didn't work out as you would have wished. But, you know, I love that episode we did the other week where you've yeah. got a partner that just brings you out of it and reminds you yeah. of all of the goodness in your life real quick. Yeah, really um, quick. You know, and I think, yeah, people like Bessie have reminded us through their example, but it's something that we can all um, learn and, and quick smart. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Good on you, Bessie. Unreal. I love that. And it says here, like, Hendrix is survived by her children, Joan, Glenda, Leon, and her 14 grandchildren and 26 great-grandchildren and their children and grandchildren. (laughs) (laughs) How good's that? That's just so good. And their children and grandchildren. Her 26 great-grandchildren 
their children and grandchildren. That's amazing. Yeah. Like anyway, good on her. So Jackson, Jackson, Damo really loves that. So hurry up, Jacko. Damo yeah, wants great, great, great grandchildren. Don't hurry up, Jacko. Don't hurry up. <laughs> I'll just stay around for longer. It's totally fine. And I'll just stick around. <laughs> now, to everyone on Facebook, Debbie Bunyard, we love you, Debbie, one of the best. She says, I don't enjoy gardening, but I love having the fresh veg, salad, and various citrus fruits that we produce. So that's a good thing. That's a good thing. Uh, Pete Lennon, a great garden started years ago. Yes, Pete loves gardening. Very good. Um, and what else have we got here? Heidi, Heidi says, my mum is 90. She can't understand why she is still here. None of her family got near there. That's another interesting one for another day. Yeah. Is outliving family, particularly when parents have, you know, had a heart attack in their 50s and died or died, you know, in their 60s or 70s, and then you get to that age and then you outlive that age and then you become the gold medal winner in your lineage and you don't know why or how or whatever it is. Like, that's a big thing as well. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree with that. It, I, I think again, that's just the surprise. That's you just didn't plan for it. People just didn't plan for it. They kind of like I never expected this to happen. So it's and you uh, hear that a lot. I mean, Bessie Hendricks wasn't wasn't living. The purpose of her life was not to be the oldest living person in America. No, or the you fourth know. oldest person in the world. <laughs> <laughs> No, wasn't. Oh, she's where it ended up. I'm sure she was surprised by it too. That photo looks great. You know, the photo where she's in that massive wheelchair, it looks really good. You know, you kind of go, oh, great. She's obviously never missed a meal. She's enjoyed her life. You know, she's had a good time. She looks happy, all that sort of stuff. You kind of go, that's what a great way to be. And if she got to enjoy her life 115 years and um, and she looked that well to the end, hopefully that's how she looked at the end, um, you know, good on her. What a What a great achievement congratulations bessie yeah well done and a great lesson for all of us um for everyone that's been listening to today's podcast hope you've enjoyed this conversation we'll put a link of uh, one of the many articles about bessie um in the show notes we've got some great guests coming up in 2023 uh the lads from yaya next door are going to be joining us this year which is very exciting chris hudson the oldest woman to ever complete the uh, marathon in Antarctica is going to be joining us. Did that at the That's age of, I think, 69. Eight hours. What? Eight hours. Ravi better Minus 20 degrees wow. weather uh, doing the good old 42.2 kilometers. Um, so plenty of inspiration coming your way in 2023. Lots of humor. An international longevity experience, if you don't mind, in the middle of June. Go to 100notout.com if that's for you. Uh, we can't wait for this year ahead on 100 Not Out. Thank you for choosing us amongst the millions of podcasts that you have at your disposal. We love that you are part of the 100 Not Out community. And Damo, as we like to wish every single one of our listeners, may the rest of your life continue to be the best of your life. Bye for now. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst The Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of The Wellness Couch podcasts.